Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage. I'm Brittany Lowe. And I'm Jarrell Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. Today, we're going to be covering a new topic that we briefly alluded to last week, um, marriage versus mortgage, and kind of diving deep into what that is, because it's conversations that our clients are having our, our network, our friends are having, discussing, and so we wanted to hop on here and kind of dive deep into what that means for our clients, our thoughts on it, and kind of get your thoughts. Absolutely, and just as Brittany had highlighted, what we alluded to last week was a conversation that was held with a coworker. We started four years ago together at Berkeley. Uh, him and his girlfriend, they are been consistently working at Berkeley and, you know, working in different departments. We don't necessarily see each other every day, but it was a great time to catch up. Now, Drew, what are you talking about? I want to tell you where the kicker came in. Both him and his girlfriend are living at her parents' house rent-free. Both him and his girlfriend are making just under or above 100000 a year and have actively saved $96,000 in the last three years. What am I saying? Well, here's what I'm saying. When we pose the question, which comes first, marriage or mortgage, we really have to hone in on what the past used to look like and what currently is happening. The buyer profiles in the past, when we're talking about, when I'm highlighting the past, I'm saying 25, 30 years, 25 plus 30 years um, back then. And what we noticed is buyers at that point, right? First, the dating process would happen. The dating would lead to marriage. Marriage would lead to a child or two. And that child or two would lead to now that home ownership, right? Seeking that opportunity. Or at times it would also lead right after marriage to, to a home, you know, or a starter home and then build from that. Absolutely. Now, those market indicators right now are not the same as it was then. Well, Drew, what do you mean about the market indicators? The buyer's profile has changed. I think what we're seeing, not that I think, what I know what we're seeing right now is folks are, clients, buyers are hyper-focused on their careers. They are okay with having kids later in life. And they are more focused on building a home versus having that special day. And I think what it comes down to also is just priorities, right? Because plenty of our friends, you know, had the the $80,000 weddings, you know, and after that purchased a home or, you know, stayed in a condo or a townhome. And so I, I do think that a lot of it comes down to the, the individual, right? How they were raised, the family that they were raised in. Great example is um, I, I know of someone who... Uh, her parents never owned a home. And so she never had a desire to, right? She wanted to rent the rest of her life. She had no intention ever to buy. And she was okay with that because to her, home ownership was 
essentially of no value, right? It's, she didn't, it's nature versus nurture, right? For me personally, when I think about the numbers and the year over year, renting versus owning, especially in the Bay Area, it's sickening, mm. right? So so for me, I, I don't have the same lens that she does, but we're also paying attention to, one, trends in the Bay Area specifically, the focus is not on weddings anymore. It's yeah. not on spending what feels like a, an arm and a leg on an eight-hour day or a six-hour event. You know, they're putting their focus elsewhere. Because and, those prices can go, like, wedding prices can go pretty Oh, yeah, crazy, they're, they're right? out of control. And I think especially, well, what was interesting during the um, pandemic was a lot of people were eloping. And they were saying, you know, okay, we're just going to elope. And then later down the road, we're going to... have a bigger celebration a bigger party but after they eloped they were content with it because they said this is everything that we wanted we just wanted to get married right that's what it comes down to it's not the day it's it's what you're doing and what's your what you're building Mm. so a lot of those people said you know plenty of our friends and families said okay like have the elopement and then go purchase the home right put your investment into something that's going to be worthwhile but another thing that i want to briefly highlight on is in the bay area Right. What Gerald just said with, you know, the conversation that that they had is that's a competitive package. If you are living rent free and you're making that amount of money year over year. Right. As opposed to maybe another buyer in the market. But a lot of people in the Bay Area, they live with their families. You know, they live with their family for a certain amount of time. The whole entire family lives together. And then at some point, one person, they help support and assist them to get that next home. You know, same thing with, you know, if there's multiple siblings, whomever the case might be. So we were just posing it because we had thought, you know, wow, that's definitely an interesting situation, scenario. We we don't hear it a lot, but it is very common right now in what we're seeing. Absolutely. And Brittany is spot on with that. What's This particular situation, we have not heard of a lot, but what we are seeing is the buyer's profile is changing. So when we're talking about old school traditions that we have held on to, things that have just been near and dear to us versus what's going to build my future today. And right now, a lot of individuals are saying, let's buy house first and then we'll revisit marriage second or family second. And that's an awesome opportunity. And I think there's no wrong left or right or, you know, whatever you believe in, there's no wrong way. Just make it make sense for you. Well, and that's why you have to have the bigger plan in mind. But what's interesting is that, you know, like Jarrell had stated, with using the market indicators in the past, we could project and see things based on big life occurrences and now it's 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 a little it's flipped a little bit it's it's a little I don't want to say wonky but it's just different than what it has been in the past and that's okay change is a great thing but what does this look like you know for someone that's a buyer right now because right the market is not the market's not I don't want to say changing but it's not slowing down yeah it is going to continue to pick up and I think you know for when Brittany and we when we hear these conversations of new clients or hear these statements of I'll just wait for the crash automatically I grip my teeth like Mm -hmm. the indicators are so much different than they were in 08 today's market our buyers are very well prepared you know, I don't, what, what, what is this generation? Millennial? What is this? No, generation? I believe this is Gen Z. Gen Z. Well, remember the last couple of episodes, I think we had briefly touched on Gen Z and millennials 
investments, real estate, that's a huge, huge priority. Yeah. That is where they are putting their money and Absolutely. their focus towards. Absolutely. I Brittany had highlighted it, but I just wanted to say we went to a fabulous wedding. What was that pre-pandemic? Uh, I don't remember the exact date, but it was one of Brittany's friends. And it was a fabulous wedding up in Tahoe. And this thing, I can't tell you the price, but it was top tier from top to bottom. Like, man, this was a great experience. And now, you know, hearing some of the conversations Brittany's having with her friend, it's like, what about home? Like, that was a great day, but what about home? And we're two years, three years past that date. How do we find home? I think what we're experiencing, what we're seeing, uh, and I can't say it any better than what Brittany did, but a lot of people are changing their priorities. And it really, when we talk about nature versus nurture, it's kind of how you were raised, you know, what your priorities were based in. And then what did you gain through experience? What did you learn in your lifetime to make help you make the best decision possible for you and your partner, you and your husband, wife, whatever the case may be, so you guys can move forward with that investment? And right. The hope is always that you have have a family that has laid the foundation for you, right? Have given you everything that you needed to be able to make the decisions for yourself. But what we're seeing is just, the, I guess you could say the drastic change of it, it's just happening so quickly. And so it's just, it's, it's very interesting to think about, um, you know, what the future is going to hold, especially for real estate, especially, you know, for our market in the Bay area in California. Um, it, like we said, it, it's not slowing down. And I think the reason that we have these conversations and want to jump on here and, you know, kind of go back and forth and brainstorm together is that, for Jarell and myself, we are passionate about home ownership for others. You know, we've seen the benefits it's allowed for us. And we've also seen the benefits that, you know, our past clients, our, you know, current clients are receiving by just owning a home, right? The financial freedom that it allows and brings. So by no means do we pressure anyone ever into home ownership. No. But I guess it's just simply put like this in anything, right? When you're passionate about something, right? We're passionate about this. So we want to share it with the world and we want to be able to use our platform to do just that. And we don't want you as an individual, if you're on the fence to be able to not miss out on an opportunity that could easily be obtainable if you quickly just switched your the mindset that you're having or made simple changes that would later down the line lead to something bigger for you. And I think, you know, absolutely 100%. I think there's going to be a population of people that don't align with the message that is here today. And that's absolutely all right. I just want you to know, for me, I went back and forth a lot because I didn't want to have this conversation because I was raised in an old school thought. Well, Drew, what do you mean? I was raised in such a way when my grandmother, man, bless her heart, my grandmother used to have this statement. And she used to just say, you know, we thought it was rude, but now it's kind of funny, you know, kind of hysterical because we'd look back on the situation. Jarrell or Mark Sean Corey. Nobody's ever going to buy that cow if they can get the milk for free. And my, my grandmother was a, you know, Central Valley, Fresno, California, raised in an era where marriage was a prior. Like, this is a big deal. Like, no, don't give the man anything if he's not going to wed you, wife you, marry you, whatever that case may be. 
And as we look back at some of those challenges of old school thought and what the market's doing, what, what people are doing, what the buyers are doing right now, we're in that place, as Brittany has said, we're seeing the change. We're, we're seeing the change happen. And what you have to do is find out where you're at. If you have in your mind set up that you want that $100,000 wedding day, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Do what you want to do. Make it work for you. But also plan for down the line because once you say I do and you guys run down the aisle and they throw rice at you and you have that last dance and you slap the cake in their face and you do all the things that is amazing, that next morning you got to get busy doing life. And I think that's the change we're starting to see. People are focused on the life part and not so heavily focused on that day. So either or is not a big problem. And that's what we don't want to highlight. Well, I, I think it's a great thing because I think, you know, back then in my mind and thinking about just kind of what we're talking about is the focus was right to to continue the name, to continue the legacy, right? The the work that was done from the previous, right? But in my mind, if if I sit there and say, well, well, if I'm setting up, if we're setting up our family for success one day, and what does that look like to be able to put them in a position and provide them with, you know, a, a home or something that they can get their foot in the door with and not have to be able to rent, you know, they, they can rent from us, right? Those are conversations that I start having in my mind is, well, that's essentially the same as leaving a legacy, right? Putting someone in the position of greatness uh, to 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 obtain greatness, I guess I should say. Yeah. And I think it, it just goes back. We have to change what we've been conditioned to, you know, a great conversation Brittany and I had in 2017 with the gentleman, he was preparing for his daughter to go to college. And he said, instead of me paying 7,000 a year for her to go to college, why don't I buy a fourplex where she goes to college? And then her teammates can rent out the other three units from her. So it comes down to how are we preparing that next generation? How are we evolving as 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 a married couple, as parents and getting to that place where we're not spoon feeding our children, but we're also not sticking them behind the eight ball where they have to work through student loans, student debt, rent, surviving in the Bay Area, waitressing on the weekend, security on the weekends, figuring out just how to stay afloat when there's things that we can be sacrificing right now in that decision of marriage versus mortgage. And it requires us to have the long lens to be able to think out that far versus here and now, right? Delayed gratification versus instant gratification. This is about me. It's my day. I want to feel special. Well, and what it comes down to is that leaving a, le- leaving a legacy does not come from simply just a wedding day. It comes from every day after that point and what you're both doing and building together. And I, my goodness, I think that was so, so perfect. And as we, again, we want to highlight this because in meeting with the coworker, the question was asked, do you think we have a strong enough package to be competitive in the Bay area? And my answer was absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Because you situate it and position yourself in such a way that you don't have to over leverage. You don't have to use down payment assistance or the programs that help you get into the home, but you have created this opportunity 
when you're ready to say, let's start showing or viewing or putting in offers, your package is absolutely, your buyer's profile packet is absolutely on point. Well, and before Jarrell spills all the beans for the next episode, you can kind of get a sense of what we're going to be covering of, you know, the traction for the market and what that looks like um, for the second part to our series next week. So thank you so much for tuning in. We super appreciate every single one of you for listening and continuing to support us and as we grow and learn together. So we'll look forward to seeing you on the next one. Marriage Force Mortgage, which comes first? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.